What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about what markets winning bettors should be looking for and how to identify those markets. Let's get to it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. We are ready to go. Premier League today. Man, I've been looking forward to this day for months. It's like Christmas morning here. I can't wait for Aston Villa's Sheffield United to get going. Of course, this is the morning of June 17th. If you guys want to know what we have picked for today's Premier League games, just go to yesterday. We gave a uh, best bet for each game today. But on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about what markets to be looking for because there are different markets, hard markets and soft markets within uh, every sports book. So it's easy to get preoccupied with these huge markets, right? Well, a lot of people talk about betting on the NFL, betting on the NBA. It's what you see every Sunday morning on ESPN. When you turn on the TV, it's always talking about lines for the NFL. I mean, that's the, what the majority of you guys are betting, these hard markets. But I'm here to tell you, that's not the way to win money, especially over the long run. What you've got to do is be good at finding soft markets. So we're going to talk about that on today's show. So let's just start off talking about what is a soft market. How do you know if you've found a soft market? So again, hard markets and soft markets are kind of the, the, the difference that we're going to be talking about today. And it has to do a lot with the amount of money coming in. That's kind of the underlying factor, right? But ways that you can identify a soft market, first of all, watch for price changes. If a game opens up, let's say, just hypothetically speaking, we're talking about a hockey game where the money line is uh, one team is minus 150, the other team is plus 125, okay? If you see within 10 minutes of that bet being posted that the favorite minus 150 is now minus 250, we know that's a soft market, okay? Why? Because the price changed so drastically so quick. Hard markets, the prices really don't budge that easy. Soft markets, the, 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 the sports books know they don't know everything, right? And so the more accurate the sports books think they are, the less they will change their prices. The, the, the less accurate the sports books think, that, think they are, the more they change their prices. So if you see, a, 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 again, a line open up minus 150, and before you know it, it's minus 250, that's the sports book saying, oh, we really weren't confident in our opening line. We think that you know whoever's been betting may have had an edge on us. We're going to make a big adjustment. So watch for price changes. If you see big price changes that happen very quickly, you're probably dealing with a soft market. Look at the amount of bets that are being offered, because in a soft market, there's not going to be as many bets offered. And we'll talk about this later, how to identify the good bets in a soft market. But let me tell you something. How, how, how many of you out there have seen the Super Bowl prop sheet, right? You can bet like 450 different bets for the Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. That is not a soft market, okay? The more bets they offer, the more confident they are. And the harder the market is. So I guarantee you, if you're finding all different kinds of props and derivatives and all kinds of built-in parlays, probably dealing with a hard market. Look at the amount of money coming in. That's what we talked about earlier. And this is probably the most overwhelming factor in hard and soft markets. The amount of money coming in has a lot, almost everything to do with this distinction. Now, if you need a good website to track 
where money is going, I recommend pregame.com. Again, pregame.com. They have a nice, uh, go to the game center, and it's just like a, a stock ticker. You get to see immediate price changes, price changes in the last five minutes. You get to see exactly how much a lot of these national sports books are taking in. So if you want to do some homework yourself and see how much money's coming in on these different markets, on these different sports, uh, go to pregame.com and check that out. So it, that's just one outlet. But but it, it, it's, it's a way to identify a soft market. If not a lot of money's coming in, probably have a soft market. The NFL, the NBA, very difficult to win in, very hard markets. College baseball, NHL props, Austrian soccer, probably very soft markets. Now, here's the thing. If a a book doesn't have a lot of money coming in on a market, they will often ignore that market and in turn creates a soft market, okay? Let me give you an example. Let's just talk NFL. If an NFL game comes out, Broncos plus seven, Patriots minus seven, over under of 46. About 85% of the average sports better will bet those lines. They're not looking deeper in the games, okay? That, that is a hard market because all the money is coming in on those uh, spreads and over-unders. Very, very, very little money is coming in on, you know, player props or things like this. And this is, you know, all, all relative, all certainly compared to the, the amount of money coming in on the lines. But if, if a sports book has $100,000 coming in on the uh, totals and spreads and $5,000 coming in on player props, that $5,000 may be profitable. Maybe it's one person making a $5,000 bet. Maybe it's 5,000 people making a $1 bet. Doesn't matter. That $5,000 may be insanely profitable, but the sports book doesn't care. Why? Because they're focused on that $100,000, keeping their vig and making sure they have sharp enough lines to where they're going to win over the long run. So I think everybody would agree in business and life, you, fact, you, you focus on what is the biggest impact? I mean, if, if, if all of you are making your paycheck and you know that if you keep doing one thing right, you're going to make 90% of it. And if you do this other thing, you may lose that 90%, but hey, you're guaranteed 10%. No one would focus on the 10%. We would all focus on that 90%. That's what the sportsbooks are doing. It's simply more important to them because they have more money coming in. And if a, if a lot of people, if, if a million people listen to this podcast and all millions start going and, and betting these derivatives and these soft markets, that'll flip it over. Then those markets will, will turn into hard markets and very tough markets to beat. So this isn't a static thing. This is very fluid and it's all based on the money coming in. So let's talk now about how sports books create their lines because different sports books create lines in different ways. And this has a lot to do with the prices we get as bettors. There are two different types of sports books, market-making books and retail books. The difference is market-making sports books, and there are far fewer market-making sports books than retail. I'd say rough estimate, probably five out of every hundred sports books is a market-making sports book. They're very hard to find. Market makers create the lines. They're not afraid to open lines up based on their own formula, whatever it is they use, okay? Retail books will wait for the market-making books for those lines to sharpen out. Okay, let's give an example. A market-making book will come out with an NFL line on Tuesday morning. Let's use the same one we just did. Let's say the Broncos are plus seven, the Patriots are minus seven. On Tuesday morning at whenever, 10 a.m., they post it, okay? 
Over the course of one or two, maybe three hours, all of the best NFL bettors will get their bets down. And this is talking across the, the, the world usually. So within a matter of up to probably three or so hours, that minus seven for the Broncos, or excuse me, minus seven for the Patriots, plus seven for the Broncos, has now shifted to, let's say, minus nine and a half Patriots, plus nine and a half Broncos. That's all happened within the course of two or three hours. This is very common, okay? Lines change fast. So on the market-making book, it opened up at seven. Now it's nine and a half Patriots. So what the retail books will do is wait for those lines to move. Then they'll say, oh, okay, look what happened. They were off with this game. We will take the nine and a half. So the retail books, their opening line is the adjusted line from the market-making books. So you, you can see how market-making books, it's very important to be a part of these so you can get opening lines. If you're always betting on a retail book, you're always going to have the shit end of every single line. You're never going to have an opportunity to bet with the openers, with the professionals. And just another quick note here, this is why we always, this is why the whole fade the public idea is complete garbage. And, you know, we hear this all the time on ESPN or a lot of good betting shows. They'll say something like, Boy, the Patriots are nine and a half, but look at all the public money coming in on the Broncos. That doesn't matter at all. Because here, it could actually sound like this too, and it would mean the same thing. Right now, the Patriots sit at minus nine and a half, and boy, all the public money coming in on the Patriots. Okay, both say the public money's on one side, but both have very little to do with why the Lions got there. That's why it's this whole, I never understood why people go, public money, fade the public. It doesn't matter what the public thinks. The line's already been adjusted to nine and a half. So whether the public's on the Patriots or the Broncos, that's a bad line that the public's betting into, and that's a bad line you're getting. So all of all this talk all the time about, well, the public, fade the public. No, the public is just betting into an adjusted line. The pros have already sharpened out. So the whole idea of fade the public is meaningless. So I just had to get that in. It's something we've talked about before, but I hear it far too often and not bring that up. But the retail, okay, so back to the retail books and sports books. The retail books take the lines of the market makers after they're adjusted, okay? We know this. But have you ever noticed all of the other bets these sports books are making? All of these derivatives and prop bets? Well, if you really pay attention, all of these other bets that fill in the betting sheet, these are vastly different bets from website to website, sportsbook to sportsbook. That's because sportsbooks work like any other business. The more product they have, and product, of course, in sports betting is the amount of bets they offer, the more product they have, the more likely they'll get new customers. And those new customers will tell other people about new customers. I mean, think about it. If you go to a sports book and all they're offering, just to use our example of the day, is Broncos uh, minus seven, or excuse me, Broncos plus seven, Pats uh, minus seven, over under 46. Those are the only bets you can make. And then you go across the street to a sports book and they're offering the same bets, Broncos line, uh, Broncos plus seven, Pats minus seven, over under 46. But they're also offering over-unders for the first half. They're offering quarterback and running back player props. They're offering, yeah, you see the difference. The sports book that has more bets, you're going to want to go there. There's more options. That's just a natural thing. So sports books work like any other business. They need product. So what do they do to fill in that product? 
the sports books now have to create the product. Now, the, the original bets they got from the market makers, those are fine, those are good, and even derivative bets, because keep in mind, derivative means they are deriving those bets off of the original number, are also going to be pretty accurate. But it's all of these other bets, okay? All of these other bets that fill up the board that they don't put much time into, that they sort of throw up there without thinking about it, these are the bets we want to focus on. The, quote, all of the other bets. Because as I said earlier, if, let's say, all of these other bets start getting a ton of money, well, now the sports books are going to put more attention to them. But right now, they don't. I promise you, I've talked to enough people who've worked at sports books and been doing this for a long time and been behind the counter. They simply don't put the time and effort into all these tiny little bets. They don't have the manpower. They don't have the resources. It's, it's, it's impossible. And if they're not getting money in on these bets, they don't care. As I said earlier, they'll they lose 5000 easily if they can guarantee a profit on the 100000 and again, these are the bets that we want to focus on, the all of the other bets. The sports books know, based on you know historical data, that the vast majority of bettors avoid these bets. The vast majority of bettors like to bet into the you know quote unquote popular lines. The, the bets like total field goals in a game or amount of times a running back will rush the ball. The typical better will avoid these. They'll bet on the line, bet on the total. The hard markets. And we, the winning bettors, we know to avoid those. So let me tell you something. If you know what to look for, you can really do well in soft markets. You just have to be comfortable not betting on the popular thing they're talking about on ESPN. That's the, that's the important thing is when you're betting, obviously we all do it for different reasons. And if you're looking to throw 20 bucks out there on your favorite team, that's fine. But I'm not talking to those bettors. I'm talking to those who want to make a real change, want to, becoming, want, want to become actually profitable. This is a great place to start. Look for the soft markets, avoid the hard markets, and I promise you, you'll start finding good opportunity before you know it. All right, that does it for today's show. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.